interesting season. Um, I, uh, I'm learning the stuff that, you know, you hear me share about business and all that, how God is opening doors and all that. That's always fun. But what I learned is every step in direction of God, if you look at the book of Revelations and many, and, and, and most of the stories of the Bible, before God, and you've heard me probably say this before, before God moves you to blessing, he brings you to a place of repentance. He brings you to that place where he checks you and says, well, this needs to be cleaned. This needs to be fixed. This needs to be stopped. You need to go make peace with this person. Whatever it is, he'll tell you that he needs you to do at that moment. Um, I need you to change the, your mindset about how you see things on this. I need you to push a little harder. I need you to not push so much. And one of the things that became clear to me as we've been doing this message is God has steps that he walks us to to get us to the place of greatness that he's called us to. And those steps, a lot of the time, come down to us having something straightened out. You understand what I'm saying? No, let me rephrase that. Let me phrase that different. I don't think that came across strong enough. A lot of time, if we consider ourselves like a, like a balloon, a helium balloon that wants to float up to the heavens, the string that's holding us or the anchor that's keeping us from going as high as we can go is usually the string of our own doing. Does that make sense? It, it's, it's the limits that we've set intentionally, unintentionally, listen to me close, because there's certain things that God wants to deal with us in this season that we struggle with God dealing with. How's that? Does that make sense? So if God's saying to me, I need you to forgive. Yeah, I know you're right. I need to forgive this person I know. And I'm going to do it one day, but not right now, because right now I, I feel a certain kind of way. Or I, I would forgive if they would stop doing this, or I would do this if he's, if, you know, and once we make that decision, we become the anchor that keeps us from floating into the greatness that God has called us to. Not that he punishes us or beats us up, but he says, okay, you asked me for wisdom, you asked me for direction, and I gave you the key that is necessary for me to begin to move you in this level of greatness or this level of change or this level of deliverance. And because of your inability to, not I won't bless you, but you have stopped your own going forward because that direction I sent you is the way to your greatness. Does that make sense? So as God has been dealing with me, I've been looking at how I feel about certain situations and certain people in my life and in business, personally, and how I want to respond to some of the stuff that has done has been either been shady or I felt offensive or, you know, wrong or, you know, whatever we decide. And I've had God say to me in this season, you're talking about being behind me as a shield, right? Talk, talk about that. 
Well, if you're behind me as a shield, you can't keep jumping up in front of the shield and trying to fight the way you fight. You got to stay behind the shield of protection. Well, I feel like a coward as a man standing behind a shield, letting people talk about me a certain way or come at me a certain way or treat me a certain way without me jumping up and throwing my punches. Now, I'm saying that as a man, I know you feel it as a woman as well. All right. You know, I have to defend myself. I have to speak up. I have to do something. I have to come back. I have to call the lawyers. And, and God's like, yeah. But this time, I'm telling you to stay behind the shield. This time, I'm telling you to be still and know that I am God. This time, I'm demanding something of you that's stretching you to stop doing things the way you're used to doing because you're going to keep getting the results that you have. And even if the results have been decent results, they're not elevating results. I'm going to say that one more time. Even though the results have been decent results, even there may have been provision in those results, there's no elevation in the results that you keep holding on to and using again and again and again. I'm saying to you this time, are you listening to me? I need you to be still. I need you to get behind the shield and let me protect. Now, I want to go back to the verse that we left off and I want to finish it because I have like, like 10 verses to this thing and, and I haven't gotten off of, um, I mean, 10 different scripture references and I haven't gotten off of one. So I'm gonna have to turn all of these into different messages because, <clears throat> wow, it's a lot. But if we go back to where we left off and Proverbs chapter, I mean, in Psalms chapter three, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move to it quickly. I want to make one more point on this book, and then I want to move on to the next thing. So starting at verse two, he said, many are they that say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Selah. But thou, O Lord, are a shield. We covered that. Go back if you don't. Remember a couple of um, um, messages back. My glory, which we went through thoroughly last week. And the lifter up of my head. Um, very important point here. He's saying, you lift up my head. Now, to me, that meant when my head is hanging in shame, you know, you pick it up. Which it does. But it's not just an encouragement statement. You're with me? I'm about to go in. When you read the Lord is the lift up of my head, is, is what, how many of you think, yeah, when I feel down, he helps me pick my head up? How many would show hands say, yep, that's how I see it? I saw this, the lifter up of my head, and because he's making me go through this so thoroughly, <clears throat> I wanted to know if this was just an emotional thing or feeling that I get if I'm feeling down, he makes me feel better. That's the way I saw it. So I began to pick apart as I do. And the word up, right? <laughs> wow. Just a word, simple word that we would not think to pay any attention to um, has so many meanings. I'm going to try to give you 
the pronunciation in Hebrew because you're not going to use it. But he says, the lifter of my head. And I'll give you a basic definition and then I'll read to you the Hebrew definition of the simple word up. Are you ready? The basic definition is not your head is hanging down and he says, hold your head up high, even though you're hurting, smile, even though there's pain. What he's saying is this word to lift up is an exalt word. It's not like I lift you up your spirits, but I live, literally raise you above and make you bigger and greater than the circumstances that have had you drop your head. So watch this. The lifter up of my head. So we talk about him lifting our head up. To rise up, to be high, lofty, to be exalted. When God lifts up your head, he's not just telling you to feel better. He's saying he raises you above those that come against you. If you remember, this whole word is about, he's saying, they coming against him and, and he feels like there's no help for him. And God is saying, I make you pre prevail in the situation by exalting you above it. You're with that? Watch this. It's not, just a, it's not just he makes you feel better when you're down. This is the point I want to push home today. Are you listening to me? He's looking for you to surrender to the opportunity for him to exalt you above. Watch this. To be high or to be set on high. Once again, not a feeling. It's a position to be raised, to be uplifted, to be exalted, to rise or rear up children or to cause to grow. There's more. So when he says he's to lift up my head, ready? You listening? This is positionally and this is also educationally. He's saying, watch this, like you raise your children. You take the time. You feed into them what they need, be it food, be it education, be it wisdom, be it knowledge, the teaching skills to walk, to, to, to talk, to prevail, right, in the situation or the circumstances. So when the scripture says he's the lift up my, of my head, this is not a feeling. This is positional, it's educational, it's instructional. When you're going through anything, God's purpose in lifting up your head when you feel challenged or attacked is to educate you above and lift you and exhort you up out of that situation, not just make you feel better and give you the strength to bear it and stay in it. Is this speaking to anybody? God's desire in every trial or tribulation that the enemy will throw in your way or stuff that you bring on yourself is the end result is you have been exalted above it, educated around it, learn to walk through or manage or deal with it so that you don't have to continue going through that situation. We continue to go through because we go through emotional mood swings of I feel sad, I feel bad, I feel down, I pray and I'm saying worship and now I feel better today, but you have not allowed yourself to have your head lifted above. If you picture yourself drowning, lifting your head up in the water won't save your life you will still drown. But if you're exalted, lifted up above the water, you're no longer drowning. God's plan for you 
is not just to give you a good feeling in hard times, but to give you the keys to the kingdom that you rise above and are exalted above whatever that situation is so that forever and ever in your life, as you come around those things again, you're on the next level so he can then take you from, as the word says, glory to glory, from one level of success and growth and achievement to the next. The key is God is constantly saying, I want you to grow by this instruction as I lift your head that you see clearer. Lifting your head also means seeing above the problem, not always looking through the problem. Let me say that one more time. Seeing above the problem, not always looking through the problem. Let me say it one more time. Seeing above the problem, not trying to navigate through the problem so that you know where your exits are. These are the keys when he says things like, when you're attempting, God is able and faithful not to be allow you to be tested or tempted above that which you're able, but isn't faithful in all the trials to provide a way of escape. We always looking for the way to deal, and God is trying to give us the way of escape. Good? So he spoke to me and he said, um, You've been defending yourself and you've been saying some things in your defense that are correct. In some cases, you're not right. You're not always right. He said, but I don't want you to defend. I want you to seek me to come against that which is causing the, the division or strife and bring an end to it. I want you to listen to what I'm about to say to you. Like the Pharaoh and the frogs, I wanted one more night in my situation because I can handle this. I can check this blankety blank and I can put this thing da 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 and if it got to become physical, I, whatever I need to do, I can handle this. Watch this. God's saying, no, I need you in this season to not defend yourself. Put your hands behind your back. Get behind my shield and let me handle the response. And it was a three, four day struggle for me to not respond. I typed up a full, in detail, you want it, come and get it, let's do it. I, I, and God said, all right, you got it off your chest. That better stay in drafts. You better not hit sin. If you do, I can't stop you. But I can tell you that your next rise to glory has been stifled by your decision. Your, the, the, lift, the lifting up your head, the next level of what I'm doing in your life is stifled because you didn't do what I said. Okay? I'm going to go back in. I'm going to change it to make it not so offensive. Okay, go ahead. I went back and changed it up. 
Okay. Saying now, no, still stays and drives. Who's relating to what I'm talking about right now? Yeah, it still stays in drafts. This is still between me and you. This is, you, don't, you don't go to the person now. This stays between me and you. Go ahead, get it off your chest. But it better not leave the draft box. Yes, sir. I know too many things going on in my life. I ain't trying to cross you up, God. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not trying to do that. Okay. And then... This morning he woke me up because I went to sleep, woke up on my mind. The enemies, send it, send it, send it. You send it, send it, send it, send it. <laughs> no, no, I want to, but no. And this morning God woke me up, ready? And he touched my heart and I began to weep and cry for the other person. And I began to feel what their frustration or anger may be that made them respond or treat me a certain way more so than how it made me feel. Oh, can we, can we have a real conversation right up in this place? And I said, wow, wow. He said, you've been so focused on the person. You haven't been paying attention to the attack of the enemy on that person to make them feel the way they feel to make them come at you the way they came. You so busy trying to come back at them that you forgetting the basic stuff that you teaching every Sunday. What the heck is wrong with you? You need to be on your face for that person. I let you feel that person's pain today. Right or wrong is not the point. They are under attack. The demons of hell are riding their back. And instead of you seeking me to, for their freedom, you seeking me to give you a battle strategy to go kick them a few more times because they kicked at you. And now you, okay, I didn't call you to do this. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who despitefully use you. I did not tell you to retaliate evil for evil. And you know what's being done is evil because you've said it a million times. So why do you want to keep fighting back? And I broke down. And I said, okay, I'm going to go to my draft. And then I'm going to ignore it. And I'm going to write exactly what you tell me to write. And I did not write one thing from the position of defending myself. I, everything flowed out of me. I wrote everything from the position of, I feel you, I understand, I love you, I'm here for you, what can I do? And it came out so easy. I called for prayer before I hit send. And then I hit sing. And I want to tell you something. I haven't gotten a response. It was just before we got on a message. But because I was in the peace of God, if they come back nasty, if they come back negative, if they come back more hateful or more evil, because of the peace I've allowed God to give me, it does not matter. I feel so free right now that the response doesn't even matter. See, when you're writing it, well, I, well, what if they say this? And what if they say that? You're not ready yet. 
you, you're not ready for a phone call. You're not, if you're still concerned about how they respond, you're not ready yet. Your head is still under. God lifted my head and I was able to see above the chaos and see what the devil was doing from a God's eye view and move at it from a God perspective. I'm above it now. I'm above it now. And I wept as I, after I finished reading the email, I wept again. But my heart was redeemed in him that I could go forward in peace. So spent a lot of time on it, but let's let's this 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 there's a reason why I can't get off this first scripture um, because it's important. The lifter of my head. One more word I want to point out in this is head. Because we already know what lifter is. is exalter. is deliverer in lifting. Not just feel better. Did that bless somebody? When God lifts your head, it not just makes you feel better in a bad time. Say, he sets me above the circumstance. Say it again like you mean it. Come on, just take a moment and just meditate. Just see lot on that one. He doesn't just make me feel better. He doesn't even just necessarily make the situation go away. He lifts me above it. He exhorts me beyond it so that I see it from his perspective. I'm giving you some food right now. These past couple of weeks, I've been giving you some stuff. He's the lifter of my head. I love this because I thought it was my head. He exalts my head on my body. When my head is hanging down, he lifts my head. Ready? He exalts me, my head, the top, the summit. The upper part, the chief, the total, the sum, the height, the front being. It's not talking about your physical head. It's talking about lifting you from your inner God man to the very top of the summit of heights that you can't go any higher. It's not just you picking your head up. It's not just you seeing clearly, but your whole being, your whole spirit, everything you are about in him being lifted up as high as it can go. When you say the summit, there's no higher. Lifted up to the place that you are so much higher. That's why I say, I asked you not to take them out of this world, but that it may live above the evil in this world, that you're lifted up to the summit, to the place in God where you are above every and anything in this world that can come against you. Don't take their flesh out the world, but let their spirit rise to the summit, to the apex, to the top 
of who I've called them to be, that their tools and the weapons of their warfare are not carnal, but mighty to the pulling down the stronghold. You're not trying to pull these, the, the weapons of God down here in your earth realm. You're rising up to the summit of where those weapons exist and you're fighting from the top down. And that's the power of it. That's the power. The lifter of my head, my upper region, the sum of me, right? It says the sum, the total, the summit, the, 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 the upper part of me, the, the spirit of me being groomed, the total sum of me and elevated to the pinnacle to the top, to the upper height of who I've created and made to be in Christ Jesus. What I want to lay down right here is this. And then I'm going to take it home because I don't want to mess up this revelation. I don't want you thinking about too much more than this. The summit of me is at the feet of God. There's no higher place. That's the summit. My head when I'm under attack is to surrender myself to who God made me in the newborn or the new created person to be, not the earthly person dealing and diving and fighting within the realm of the earth realm. You have, and I have the ability to rise to the summit. But I told you this story to let you know, as God was showing me the summit, there was a part of me, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. There was a part of me that wanted to stay in the realm of the flesh and fight that way because that's the way I know how to win. I know how to fight there. I know how to come back. I know how to handle my ground. I know what to do legally. I know what to do mentally. I know what to do emotionally. I could take the average person down if they try to come at me because I know what my gift is. And even calling on the Holy Ghost in the natural realm, I can beat the average person that come against me. But God was saying to me, but you're not in your summit. You're not, in, you're not at the peak of who you are when you're doing that. You're still functioning out of a baby realm that you learn how to survive out of even with my help. But I'm trying to tell you that I want to lift your head to the summit of who I called you to be. I created you to be greater than this. I've, I've said sometimes with Lindsay and our business deals, we're greater than that. We're better than them. We're better than that. They, they don't decide who we are. It's those moments that I get that peak into the summit, that little that peak, you know, not my whole head, but just a little peak in there. And I see what God is doing. And I say these words come out of my mouth and I go, whoo, flesh and blood did not reveal that to me. That came out of my mouth. I heard myself say that. Oh my God. But God said, I want to raise you up that you live in that realm of that place that you see me and what I'm doing. And then you can say, like Jesus said, I only say what I hear the father saying. I only do what I see the father doing because I've been lifted. My head, the lifter of my being, the lifter of the spiritual, that's my head. Not this. My spirit man is the head. I let him lift me to the place that I can't see anything but what he sees. That's the goal and that's the purpose. And that's the message for the day. May the word that you heard bring God's blessing to you. Amen. Father, we come before you and we thank you that you are the lifter of our heads. 
We understand now it's not our physical head. It's not our emotional head. It's the core and the root of who you made us to be, our born-again man, our newborn spirit man, lifted, shuffled into your presence, watching you do what you do the way you do it. Forgive us, God, for holding on to fleshly devices and fleshly dealings, whether it be lack, whether it be contention, whether it be health. Father, we at this season say, lift our head. Exalt us in our spirit above this fleshly state that we may observe you in all your glory, which you share with us as we read last week. We may observe you in your glory, even as we walk this three-dimensional realm. Help us to be better stewards of this Holy Spirit you gave us and utilize it. <laughs> Utilize it with the power and dignity and glory that you've given us to utilize it. I lay down my ways. We lay down our ways. Our, our, our thoughts, our patterns, our, our, our source of strengths that we draw from within ourselves. Even the level is in which you've operated in us in the past because we've limited you. We surrender. Raise our head. Exalt us that we can be of better use to you before men in this world that they may look at us and see the glory of our Father rest on us. And in the name of our Savior Jesus, we thank you. Yahshua, Hamashiach, we praise you. Amen. Amen.